AI weapons that make their own decisions whether or not to kill you. I think we've seen this movie. The Irish have had it. We could take a tip. And <clears throat> Pizzagate. No, it's not a dead story. It's very much alive and going to get worse. Welcome to the Jay Sheldon Show. Number 500. Cannot thank you enough for your support. Truly, truly, uh, really honest from the bottom of my old wrinkled heart. Thank you so much. All those of you who have followed the show, subscribed, joined us on Locals, bought from our sponsors. Every bit of it helps. And uh, some of it's free, like hitting that follow button over there. <clears throat> that is a free act you can do to help support the show. I cannot believe we are at show 500. Wow. Damn, been a long time. Pre-COVID, we started this show. Actually, just to the very beginning of COVID. That was the whole reason behind doing this show. Anyway, yeah, show 500, thank you so much. And uh, our show is brought to you in part by NordVPN. Check this Black Friday discount today. Black Friday across America 69% when you use the link down there in our show notes. 69%, that's huge. Not enough? Great, because they're also giving you three months extra for free. You've got about eight and a half hours left to take advantage of this deal. Use the link in our show notes. That will get you there. That will get you this amazing deal, folks. We live in a digital age. There's just no denying it. Online privacy, your personal information, your personal data, even your contacts' personal data, what websites you visit, none of that's anybody's business but yours. NordVPN, I know there are a lot of VPNs out there, but Nord, military-grade encryption, thoroughly protects your privacy, your data, browse the web securely and privately, you don't have to worry about hackers, snoopers. You know, even your own internet service provider, your ISP, they collect your data, sell it off to marketers. Mm-hmm. Not anymore with NordVPN. Your online behavior and what you do online is your business. Not only do they protect your privacy with military-grade encryption, they will also unlock a world of entertainment and information, stuff some places may try and block you from seeing. 5,000 servers, over 5,000 servers in 59 different countries. Access your favorite websites, streaming services anywhere in the world. Protect your family, your friends, all your devices. This is one of the best parts, I think. With a single NordVPN account, you can hook up up to six devices. Your laptop, your handphone your partner's laptop and handphone, your kids. Six devices with a single NordVPN account. And this, using the link in our show notes, will get you that 69% discount and three months free from NordVPN. They are a great VPN. You can trust them. I do. I don't go online without it. And I'm telling you, NordVPN will take care of you and your security and your privacy. 
Really is a great deal. Check them out, NordVPN. Thanks, Nord, for being part of the show. All right. The latest information that just broke out of the Pentagon is insane. These Now, it isn't happening yet, but the fact that they're even thinking about it is beyond all reason. For a whole lot of reasons, the Pentagon is making a move toward AI weapons that can decide autonomously. You're not stupid. You know that means on their own without human guidance. They can decide these AI weapons autonomously whether or not to kill humans. Yeah. There you go. Bunch of tanks, bunch of drones, ready to rock and roll. The U.S. is among countries that are arguing against new laws to regulate AI-controlled killer drones. U.S., China, and others are developing these killer robots. Critics, of course, smartly so, concerned about machines that can decide to take over human lives. They certainly can decide to end a human life on their own, without our guidance. No, Mm -mm. no, ain't going to happen. Call your congressperson, call your representative, let them know you are totally against this. The deployment of AI-controlled drones that make autonomous decisions about whether to kill human targets is moving closer to reality. Lethal weapons that can select targets using AI are being developed by a lot of countries, us included, China also, and Israel. Marks a disturbing development, the article says, handing life and death battlefield decisions to machines with no human input. There are a whole lot of governments lobbying the UN for a binding resolution restricting the use of AI killer drones. The US, Russia, Australia, Israel are resisting this move. They favor a non-binding resolution instead, which means basically nothing. This is really one of the most significant inflection points for humanity, Australia's chief negotiator on the issue. What's the role of human beings in the use of force? It is an absolutely fundamental security issue, a legal issue, and an ethical issue. The Pentagon right now, as we speak, is working on swarms of thousands of AI-enabled drones. Secretary of Defense Kathleen Hicks said technology like AI-controlled drone swarms would enable the U.S. to offset China's PLA numerical advantage in weapons and people. 
We will counter the People's Liberation Army mass with mass of our own. But ours will be harder to plan for, harder to hit, and harder to beat. Uh, this whole article is just one big head shaker. It says, I don't think people we'd be up against would do that. It would give them a huge advantage if we put limitations on ourselves. <laughs> Look at that. It's here. It's not coming. It's not a theory. It's here. They're developing it right now. You want your life put in the hands of AI, which can decide to kill you? Are you out of your mind? There are no words. This is one of those head shaker things that is just way above and beyond. Insane. So then they're going to decide that uh, right-wing people, conservatives, are, uh, are the next target? Republicans? Whatever it might be. Take your pick. The Irish? <laughs> Ireland is burning, folks. They've had it. The Irish have had it, and good for them. The riots happening in Ireland, I'm sure you've seen this story. Eventually, if George Soros gets his way, they're going to happen everywhere. Because just like the Irish, everyone else has just about had it too. The whole idea behind open borders and George Soros' full aim is the collapse of society as we know it. You know that. I don't know if I'm preaching to the choir. Crime labeled those as racist or xenophobic for not complying with replacement migration. Take a look at what's happening in Ireland. All of this after an immigrant, and recent immigrant, stabbed three children and two adults. And what were the headlines? Nothing to do about the stabbing, let alone who perpetrated it. It was all about the right-wingers who've had enough. Look at this. And there is an immigrant. He's been identified, by the way. Looting the stores that were broken. Yeah. Dublin, Ireland. Ireland, the Irish, have had it. 
Good on you, Ireland. Keep fighting. Look, I'm not an advocate of violence. I do not encourage anyone to be violent in any way. There are ways to protest that do not involve violence, but you push people enough, that's what's going to happen. <clears throat> Ground Zero Hell 9000 popping into the live chat over there. Hey! <laughs> yes, you know, that is, that, that is what I thought about. In the movie 2001 Space Odyssey, the greatest lesson is never lie to a HAL 9000 AI computer system or it will kill you. You know, I was thinking about the Terminator movie, frankly. Another good example, Skynet. But you're right, HAL. Exactly right. Do not screw <laughs> with AI. Wow. Pizzagate is back. And for those of you who right off the bat think, oh, that was debunked, there's no such thing, you're wrong. There is. They just managed to suppress it. Not anymore. This from the Gateway Pundit, great website, links in our show notes, Texas A&M University employee has been arrested on child pornography charges. Yes. The FBI has uncovered the use of pizza as a code word in the chats. There you go. Clint Harden, arrested by the FBI on charges related to child pornography. <clears throat> the arrest came after agents executed a search warrant at his residence found evidence of his involvement in receiving and possessing child pornography materials. Uh, KBTX-TV reporting, Harton held the position of Senior Administrative Coordinator at Texas A&M University. His LinkedIn profile says he's been employed at the university for more than a decade, only took on the Senior Administrative role in July of 2020. Wow, his profile is still available on the TAMU website. There you go. Wow. According to the FBI affidavit, the investigation began after the arrest of Sarah Chadwick in Michigan in November for possession and distribution of child sexual abuse material. During her post-arrest interview, she revealed her communication with Harnden via WhatsApp where they exchanged that material. Wow. Further investigation between in the chat between them showed Hamden used the term pizza as a code word. <clears throat> Talk about child porn. Pizzagate. Oh, we're not done. Mm -mm. It's bigger than that. Eric Prince, New York PD, are ready to make an arrest in the Anthony Weiner case. I know, it's been so long, you've probably forgotten about it. Mm-mm, it's happening. Blackwater founder, former Navy Field Eric Prince, told Breitbart News, according to one of his well-placed sources in the NYPD, 
They wanted to do a press conference announcing the warrants and the additional arrests they were making in the Anthony Weiner investigation, but received huge pushback from the Justice Department. Hmm. Prince began by saying he had no problem believing reports the FBI was highly confident multiple foreign agencies hacked Clinton's private email server. He says, I mean, it's not like the foreign intelligence agencies leave a thank you note after they've hacked and stolen your data. <laughs> he claimed he has insider knowledge of the investigation that could help explain why James Comey had to announce he was reopening the investigation into Clinton's email server. Because of Wienergate and the sexting scandal, the NYPD started investigating it, subpoena a warrant, searched his laptop, and sure enough found those 650,000 emails right there. But they found way more stuff than just information about inappropriate sexting the guy was doing. It says here, the amount of garbage they found in these emails of criminal activity by Hillary, by her immediate circle, and even by other Democratic members of Congress, was so disgusting they gave it to the FBI, said, we're going to go public with this if you don't reopen the investigation and you don't do the right thing with timely indictments. It's happening. This is a very detailed report. I encourage you to go over to the link in our show notes and read it. <clears throat> it's not going away. The day will come when all those people who debunked Pizzagate will have to eat their words because it has not been debunked. It's very much still happening and it's going to continue to happen. We'll keep an eye on it. We'll follow it. We'll bring it to you if we see it. Well, another mass shooter's manifesto has come out. It's from the post-millennial. From the Louisville mass shooter, he targeted rich white people to protest the Second Amendment. Huh. Connor Sturgeon, 25 years old, been released by authorities. It's been revealed he planned to kill rich white people to teach them a lesson about lax gun policies, which, oh yeah, makes all the sense in the world. Law enforcement uncovered a series of journals written by Sturgeon dating up to a week before the April 10th massacre at Old National Bank Sturgeon, who previously worked at the bank, gunned down and killed four of his former colleagues, police officer, and injured nine others before being killed during a police shootout. 
By the way, when I said released, I mean his manifesto has been released. He is dead. Good. Anyway, that's the whole idea behind it. The entire manifesto is reviewed in this article. You can read it if you want. Including his plan of attack. It's all there from this nut job. Who is, like we said, thankfully, now dead. Hmm. Goodbye. Good riddance. All right. We just take 60 seconds here to tell you about another one of our great sponsors. That would be Blackout Coffee. Blackout Coffee. Check this out. They've got a holiday edition. They got Black Friday specials over there. Please use the link down there in our show notes. It's the top link. That'll get you a special deal. They've got other special deals here. Look at this. There's a holiday edition. Had a great idea. If you're looking, you're stumped for a Christmas gift for somebody or for yourself. Pick up a bag, inexpensive Christmas gift that'll be so meaningful to your friends who drink coffee because they've never tried a coffee like this. They've got holiday editions. If you're not into flavored coffees, they've got the most fantastic regular coffee grinds, I mean, uh, yeah, roasts that you'll ever find. Pumpkin spice, peppermint mocha, eggnog, holiday grog, winter wonderland, peppermint mocha, mm, 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 candy cane. Whoa, check it out. And they even have those little coffee pods. I don't have anything that ever used these, so I don't know about them, but they've got them if you do. So you can check that out over there. Not only that, but you will find their regular blends of the most amazing coffee you've ever tasted. They are an American company who supports our American values, honesty, integrity, family. They're all about that, and they're all about making an amazing cup of coffee. Folks, I drink tons of coffee. I cannot recommend this more. Brutal Awakening, probably my favorite. These signature blends, small batch roasting process, which means when you order, 24 to 48 hours usually, they roast your beans, pack them up and ship them, another few days to get to you. What is that, less than a week, you've got fresh roasted beans. That's what makes the difference. That brown water liberal crap you've been drinking, throw that out. You don't know when that was roasted, how long it sat on the shelf. With blackout coffee, you know, and you can taste the difference, strong, robust flavor, never bitter, and this is absolutely the best coffee you will ever try. Use the link in our show notes, and don't forget also to use the promo code J20, promo code J-A-Y-20 at checkout, and that'll get you 20% off your first order. J20 is our promo code at checkout for 20% off your first order from the amazing folks at Blackout Coffee. Thank you, Blackout Coffee, for uh, for helping to sponsor the show. We love the fact that you are part of this amazing program. <coughs> the Democrats. Oh, what? Hmm? The Democrats? What'd you say? Yeah. They seem to have a problem with the First Amendment. Now, that's not really news, is it? Well, let me put it this way. That doesn't surprise anyone. They have written a letter to X, formerly known as Twitter, demanding censorship. Hmm. Reclaimthenet.org, great website. Democrats ignore the First Amendment with a censorship demand letter 
to X. Idiot. 25, over 25 Democrat members of Congress raising allegations against X, once again, completely ignoring the fact that we have a First Amendment in this country, and they're calling for online censorship. They assert the company is both allowing and profiting from the dissemination of false and violent content, particularly regarding the conflict between Israel and Hamas. Tuesday, these lawmakers, including figures like Dan Goldman, Jamie Raskin, Jerry Nadler, you recognizing these names, the usual troublemaker commie bastards, Benny Thompson, Kate Porter, Adam Schiff, addressed a letter to the CEO of X and Elon Musk. There is a copy of the letter inside this article, which you can read. It's in our show notes. And they expressed concern over X's alleged negligence in enforcing its policies against the spread of misleading information and content promoting violence, hate, and terrorism. We are demanding that you uphold your public commitments and enforce your policies. Sit down and shut up. It's called the First Amendment, you morons. But doesn't mean anything to Democrats. Oh, it's just the First Amendment. That's okay. Doesn't matter. I think that's one of those you can obey it if you if you want amendments, you know, isn't it? One of those that you don't really have to yeah. Thanks Biden and the Biden administration. Your idiot Democrats once again are doing everything they can to destroy the country as we know it. Do I need to show you more proof of just how stupid Democrats are? Yes, I'd be happy to. And here it is. From the Epic Times. Top picks to run in 2024 if Joe Biden doesn't, according to a poll. Hillary Clinton. I'm not kidding. She is near... Oh, man. She is near the top of the list that Democrat voters think should run if Biden drops out of the race. Boy, how much AI artwork and Photoshop was done to that picture. A recent poll shows Hillary Clinton is among the top picks 2,000-plus respondents, most of them, said they have doubts about Biden's mental fitness to serve as commander-in-chief. Duh. While more voters said he is worsening as president rather than improving. Three in five of all likely voters said Biden should not run for a second term. Though there was a sharp partisan difference, 33% of 
of Democrats compared to 81% of Republicans, 66% of independents expressing that view. Wow. And yes, among the possibilities for who would run instead of Biden was Hillary Clinton. Kamala Harris was actually... <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> she was the top pick. It shows you just how smart these people are. In second spot was Hillary Clinton. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. HRC, the Uranium One deal. Uh, exactly. Huh. Wow. They, it's a poll, folks. Believe it if, if you want. It's there. <laughs> and I got more. No, I'm not done yet. Of course I'm not done yet. We have an open board, border. We have border patrol agents, north and south, and other places. <clears throat> Some who are losing their lives, constant fighting with the cartel, child sex trafficking, human trafficking, fentanyl, all the other things that happen there on the border, which is pretty much just open season. So, the Biden administration has finally decided they're going to do something about it. They're going to step in and right a horrible wrong. They're going to make sure that these border agents are using the right pronouns. Not kidding. Biden's latest political correct order is insane. Homeland Security Department, new pronoun rules for illegal immigrants. The Union for Border Patrol Agents is fed up, as well they should be, calling it an unnecessary distraction during a border and fentanyl crisis. Customs Border Protection Memo made public last week imposed new requirements on an already stretched thin team of Border Patrol agents. Here's a quote. Do not use he, him, she, her pronouns until you have more information about or provided by the individual. That memo was sent to agents. Judd says, Brendan Judge, president of the uh, union, we can't be worrying about whether we're going to hurt somebody's feelings. Now we have to be cognizant of their civil rights. This is not a civil rights issue, simply a matter of preference. And as you know, again, taking the time to deal with that 
rather than deal with the actual laws that they're supposed to be enforcing. This is the woke mob. This is what you voted for, or in a lot of cases, you didn't vote for. It's just the kind of freaky-ass bullshit forcing down your throat. It's all a distraction. No one cares. Meanwhile, the border is open, and they're all coming in. Did I even mention the entire terrorist threat? No, I didn't. I talked about fentanyl, the cartels, human child trafficking. Let's not forget, I guarantee promise you, there are terrorists who are already here just waiting for a go sign and more coming in every day. Thank you, Joe Biden, doing your best to undermine this country. Take a tip from Ireland, folks. All right. Are you still stuffed from Thanksgiving yesterday? Have you had your first turkey sandwich yet? Oh, man, I missed a turkey sandwich. I used to make a turkey sandwich with real good homemade bread, sliced thick. I put stuffing on it, cranberry sauce, a little mayonnaise, a little salt, pepper, nothing better. Anyway, if you've had yours already, what's left over for you? We're going to lighten the mood here because it's been far too heavy. <coughs> and uh, everybody's got leftovers from Thanksgiving. If you had a Thanksgiving dinner, there is a 90% chance you got yourself some leftovers. Well, guess what? The most disliked Thanksgiving food might surprise you. But the holidays, several traditional foods, turkey, mashed potatoes, gravy, the awful world of green bean casseroles. Some even more unpopular than others, there is always a new poll. And the vacationer released a new poll, and it shows first place among the most disliked Thanksgiving foods, cranberry sauce. Really? I, it's the third year in a row it's ranked number one. Holy crap, I love cranberry sauce. I mean, I wouldn't eat it as a main meal, but it is nice. 31% said they did not want cranberry sauce as part of their Thanksgiving meal. Sweet potatoes and yams came in as number two, 29.22%. Now, I have to say, when I was younger, I'm not a big fan of sweet potatoes and yams. Now, I love them. Your taste changes as you get older. Anyway, the third place, good old green bean casserole. Turkey was the fourth least favorite, 27 over percent. Stuffing and dressing rounded out the top five at 26.75%. Holy crap. Pumpkin pie, eighth most disliked. They surveyed a, over a thousand adults with a confidence level of 95% and a margin error of plus or minus three percentage points. So check that out. Wow. 
cranberry sauce. Apparently, no one loves you. Huh. That's why I said I was describing my perfect turkey sandwich. I put a little bit of cranberry sauce on there. Ah, uh, man, now I'm hungry. <laughs> okay. Book time. You ready? I hope so. Uh, what, did, what did Hal 9000 say? I gave my last five Thanksgiving tacos to my doggies. Happiest. But now I'm hungry. And I would suggest you make sure your doggies are able to go outside a lot if you gave them tacos. You know what I mean. Because they may have gone in fast, but they might come out fast too. <laughs> <coughs> oh my okay uh, as a part of this program at the end we have for apparently almost 500 shows now this is our 500th show by the way and thank you once again for supporting the show not only by buying something from our sponsors or our merchandise store but also from a, a follow just a free follow just hit that button that's all you have to do. It's free. You sign up for a free Locals account at Locals. You can do that too, but that's not free. Uh, a free Rumble account and uh, follow the show, please. It really does help us a lot and it's free for you. Anyway, we cannot thank you enough for our 500 episodes we've done uh, here. But anyway, yeah, they're outside, says Hal. Good. Okay, we have read books. We've done all the classic children's literature here, and we're doing it again with Treasure Island. We started this uh, this week, in fact, and this is our first week. We're up to Chapter 3, and Chapter 3 we're going to begin right now. It's called The Black Spot. About noon, I stopped at the captain's door with some cooling drinks and medicines. He was lying very much as we had left him, only a little higher, and he seemed both weak and excited. Jim, he said, you're the only one here that's worth anything, and you know I've always been good to you. Never a month, but I've given you a silver fourpenny for yourself. Now you see, mate, I'm pretty low, deserted by all, and Jim, you'll bring me one noggin of rum now, won't you, matey? The doctor, I began, but he broke in, cursing the doctor with a feeble voice, but heartily. Doctors is all swabs, he said. And that doctor there, why, what do he know about seafaring men? I've been in places hot as pitch, mates dropping round with yellow jack, and a blessed land a-heaving like a sea with earthquakes. What do doctors know of lands like that? And I lived on rum, I tell you. Been meat and drink, man and wife, to me. If I'm not to have my rum now, I'm a poor old hulk on a lee shore. My blood'll be on you, Jim, and that doctor swab. And he ran on again for a while with curses. Look, Jim, just look how my fingers fidges, he continued in pleading tone. I can't keep them still, not I. I haven't had a drop this blessed day. Ah, doctor's a fool, I tell you. If I don't have a drain of rum, Jim, I'll have the horrors. I've seen some on them already. I've seen old Flint in the corner there behind you. As plain as print, I've seen him. If I get the horrors, I'm a man that's lived rough. I'll raise Cain. 
The doctor herself said one glass wouldn't hurt me, and I'll give you a gold guinea for a noggin, Jim. He was growing more and more excited, and this alarmed me, for my father, who was very low that day, needed quiet. Besides, I was reassured by the doctor's words, now quoted to me and rather offended by the offer of a bribe. I want none of your money, said I. But what you owe my father, I'll get you one glass and no more. When I brought him to him, he seized it greedily and drank it out. Aye, aye, said There's some better, sure enough. And now, matey, did that Dr. Howell say how long I was to lie here in this old berth? A week at least, said I. Thunder, he cried. A week? I can't do that. They'd have the black spot on me by then. A lubber's going to get the wind of me this blessed moment. Lubbers as couldn't keep what they got. What a nail what's another's. That seemingly behavior now, I want to know. But I'm a saving soul. I never wasted good money of mine, nor lost it neither. And I'll trick em again. I'm not afraid on em. I'll shake out another reef, matey, and daddle em again. As he was thus speaking, he'd risen from bed with great difficulty, holding onto my shoulder with a grip that almost made me cry out. Moving his legs like so much dead weight, his words, spirited as they were in meaning, contrasted sadly with the weakness of the voice in which they were uttered. He paused when he'd gotten into a sitting position on the edge. That doctor's done me, he murmured. My ears are singing. Lay me back. Before I could do much to help him, he'd fallen back again to his former place, where he lay for a while, silent. Jim, he said at length, you saw that seafaring man today? Black dog, I asked. Ah, black dog. He's a bad un. There's worse to put on on. Now, if I can get away, know how, and they tip me the black spot, mind you. It's my old sea chest thereafter. You get on a horse, you can, can't you? Well, then you get on a horse and go to, well, yes, I will, to that eternal doctor swab. And tell him to pipe all hands, magistrates and sitch, and he'll lay him aboard the Admiral Benbow. All old Flint's crew, man and boy, all on em that's left. I was first mate, I was, old Flint's first mate, and I'm the only one that knows the place. He gave it me at Savannah when he lay a-dying, like as if I were to know, you see. But you won't peach unless they get the black spot on me, or unless you see that black dog again. Or a seafaring man with one leg, Jim. Him. Above all. But what is the black spot, Captain? I asked. That's a summons, mate. I'll tell you if they get that. But you keep your weather eye open, Jim. I'll share with you equals upon my honor. 
He wandered a little longer, his voice growing weaker, but soon after I'd given him his medicine, which he took like a child, with the remark, If ever a seaman wanted drugs, it's me. He fell at last into a heavy, heavy swoon-like sleep, in which I left him. What I should have done, had all gone well, I do not know. Probably I should have told the whole story to the doctor, for I was in mortal fear lest the captain should repent of his confessions and make an end of me. But as things fell out, my poor father died quite suddenly that evening, which put all other matters on one side. Our natural distress, the visit of our neighbors, the arranging of the funeral and all the work of the inn to be carried on in the meanwhile kept me so busy I scarcely had time to think of the captain, far less be afraid of him. That's a good spot to pop it off for tonight, uh, today, <laughs> and uh, we will continue that uh, on Monday's show. Yeah, it's a Friday. Enjoy your Friday. Thank God it's Friday. And have a great weekend. Spend it with someone you uh, you love, someone you care about. We'll continue Treasure Island on Monday's show, which will be number 501. Thank you again, really seriously. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for making this show a, uh, a mild success. We really do appreciate being here. I'll see you Monday. Snort.